0: This is the Introverts Bubble Podcast with a nung of courageous creativity, a place for introverts and homebodies to get out of their heads and have more adventures, where we talk about the topics that introverts need to air out, ways around a loud world, talk about home, work, and everything in between, because there's nothing wrong with us, but we got problems, and we'll do things our way, alone if ever possible. Hey guys, today I have Catherine from the Bookkeeping Artist here, so hey Catherine, Hi. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So um, can you explain to me what exactly the bookkeeping
1: artist is? Yeah, so I am a money mentor for non-traditional entrepreneurs, which means the bookkeeping artist in practice is an accounting firm. But I don't describe myself as an accountant and I describe myself as a money mentor because there is much more to accounting than tax work. I am a tax preparer we can do that together. But there is so much more that you need to do to solidify your financial foundation in your business. So that way you can have authentic and sustainable growth. And that's really what I focus on. You you need to talk to your accountant more than just that tax season. So let's do all that extra money work together too, right? Yeah, which is very helpful.
0: I, I love mine because she gives me reminders. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot to do that. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah. And I also, I'm looking at your like bio thing. I love chief bean counter that like made me giggle for a couple minutes yesterday
1: <laughs> thank you if you're not having fun with what you're doing then why are you doing it
0: yeah like, i i put mine on there, evil mastermind once and someone looked at me it's kind of like that's kind of true i'm like thank you <laughs> <laughs> i just come up the strangest things and it's like not always the greatest and it, i'm a little bit trickster on something so it's kind of like but it's fun no one gets hurt i'm not even exactly. about it but yeah.
1: Exactly. Being a bean counter is almost old fashioned, right? Like yes.
0: <laughs> but I like to get the chief one. I always feel like I feel you have like a like a cloth crown and you're just standing on a giant <laughs> pile of beans and I'm like, that'd be kinda cool.
1: <laughs> I thought it was more exciting than, you know, owner or CEO. I was like, yeah. well I'm still the chief though.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the nice thing. It's it's still the leader, still the one on top. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so how else do you help your entrepreneurs with their money, other than than tax season, do you help with their, if they have like QuickBooks or something, do you help keep with their expenses?
1: Yeah. So obviously I do bookkeeping. That is the meat and potatoes of financial management, but that's the real key, right? It's financial management. So it's not just about making sure things are organized and easy. That's the first step. I'm going to take all that away from you. It's going to be automated. I'm going to make it really, really easy and take away some of that pain points. So hopefully together, we can then sit down and start doing all the things you need to do as the business owner. You're the CEO, whether or not you're actually running a giant corporation or not, you are in charge, right? That chief designation is important. And so there's a lot of things that you have to think through and you have to think about. And I like to put money in its place. I'm going to take it off the pedestal and make it less scary and make it less painful so we can have those discussions where... Hey, these are your big goals and money touches every part of your business. So understanding the language of money, understanding how money is going to talk to you, understanding how money is a resource and it's going to build you up, get to know that, have a translator who can help you digest it and process that information. You're unstoppable. All of your goals are easily achievable after you have that system, money system in place, because it's going to give you all the information you need about your company Oh, we definitely. can dig into that real real in-depth if you want. but um, So it just depends on what kind of conversation you want to have today because we can talk all about the systemization. We can talk about the money mindset aspect. There is so much that comes in with finances that, again, people think about taxes when they think about accountant, and that's really like, okay, you do that once a year. How else are you leveraging your money? Money makes money, right? Like, let's talk about that.
0: Yeah. Like, I, honestly, for me, I think I want to talk about just the basic stuff because most of people that – of listening to me or in the very beginning or, ha- or thinking about trying it. So I feel like it, it helps to kind of get over the blocks of like, this is too hard. This is too much for me. So I shouldn't have to do it. And it's like, it doesn't have to be. It is. Yeah. Like, you can do a couple yeah. steps yourself until you can afford to have someone else do it. Because I
1: am almost to that point and I am so excited. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. All right. So let's take it way back then. If we're going to talk about the basics, the very beginning baby steps, what is money? right? Let's start there. What is money in the U S and actually pretty much worldwide money is actually nothingness. It's meaningless. It has no value. We are not on the gold standard. We have not been on the gold standard in practice since the 1930s. And yet we're all still exchanging money. We're all still walking around, treating it like it has value. So first and foremost, recognizing that is going to kind of free up your headspace about it because money is powerful. It buys things. That's a, that's a wicked skill, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all something we agreed upon. It's all value that we said, okay, this is valuable. So then what is money? I have a little abbreviation that I use. I call it let, and it's let money work for you. So L E T L is language and E is energy and T is teammate. So let's break that down again. If money is a language and it's an energy and it's a teammate, how do we define those things? First and foremost, if it's a language, it should have its own words, right? That are unique to money. It should have its own jargon. It should have its own flow that you have to understand. And it totally does. There are so many things that are exclusive to the finance industry, exclusive to the business world. All this jargon. And first and foremost, that stuff is really important, but it's okay if you don't know it. You're not born knowing how to speak English. You just aren't. I mean, heck, I bet you have some listeners who are like, well, duh, that wasn't even my first language. But you're not born speaking any language. You have to learn. And sometimes you're going to visit foreign places where you need a translator. So that's how money acts. It's going to talk back to you, but it's okay to reach out to an expert to find a translator or to study it's all right if you don't know. You're not born knowing it, and it takes some time to adjust to the language of money. Second is energy, right? Energy is very much like what I'm already. Ta- I've already touched on. Money has no real value. What it is, it's the value that we give each other. It's an energy exchange. It's in the word, right? Currency. It's a current. It's a flow. It's a give and a take. If somebody pays you, they're showing their appreciation for what you're doing. You've helped them somehow. And because we've all agreed that money is valuable, that's what they're giving you. It's a thank you. It's a great job. And like any energy exchange, it's powerful. It's positive. Energy exchanges hurt when they get stopped up, right? That's why, you know, you talk about even energy in the body and blood flow. When those things get stopped up, you literally have a heart attack. That's how money can be painful is when it gets blocked when we're not letting the energy exchange happen. That's when it gets a little rough. So, you know, let's start thinking about that and finding ways to massage that out and finding ways to say, Hey, I want to help you show me your appreciation, and the money's just going to keep flowing. That finally is what makes money your teammate. It's a resource, it works with you. It literally talks to you, it's a language, and it's going to give you energy and build you up. It's your best teammate once you learn how to listen to it and once you learn what it needs it's going to work really hard for you but i say teammate and not like you know a resource because it is you do have a relationship with money like it or not we all have something in our background that affects how we feel about money but money also is sort of a living entity it has its own needs it it's it it communicates. Right. So we need to listen. We need to nurture it. We need to treat it like it's a team member, like it's an employee. You want to be a good boss? Treat your money just as well as you would treat a real human. Oh, Put those yeah. things together and money sort of becomes less scary.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, I do remember that, especially when I was growing up, like it is something that was never talked about. So the, I didn't know the language of it. The energy was like its own monster in the background. So like, I didn't know how to work with it. And it took me years of actually working on my own, like reading up on things and finding out what my mindset was and if that was really what I wanted it to be.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't necessarily talk too much into mindset stuff. And it's not because it's not important, but it's incredibly personal. That is really something that's a one-on-one conversation because it's so affected by your own background and your own history, what your parents did, what your siblings do, what your partner does. You cannot separate you from the way you feel about money, but there is something universal about money. And that would be the next step is once we realize where money's true value lies, how do we, how do we get it to do those things for us? How do we get it to be that incredible teammate? And that's when it comes down to just take some baby steps, no matter what your view about money is taking the next step Is going to push you ahead. It's going to make everything easier. It's going to make it less overwhelming. And that's where the bookkeeping system comes in. The more you can automate and the more you can put in a system in place. And that way you're talking to your money regularly, you're recording it regularly. And then you can sit down and like, see what it's saying back to you. Break it up into tiny, 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 tiny. steps, And I mean, tiny steps. I mean, I just said it 12 times, right? like we're talking tiny, tiny, tiny. And I mean, so tiny that, okay, time to go over my money. Well, that's already by itself can be overwhelming. So no, no, no. Time to open my computer. Time to turn my computer on. Time to open Excel. Break it into the babyest steps you can because that's doable. Anybody can open their computer. That doesn't hurt. Oh, I can look at this receipt and record it. I'm not even telling you to think about the receipt. Just type it up. Put it in the spreadsheet. Bam, done. Do all that. Make it automatic. Make it mindless. And then just shut it off and walk away come back to it when you're ready to be like, okay, everything's entered. Let's now look at all these reports. Let's now actually look at the numbers that we're going through.
0: Yeah. To okay. get to, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I definitely feel like people, when they think about it, especially when I'm talking to other like business owners at the very beginning, like where I am, it's like, everything is like, so like too much energy to it. There's too much, like, well, it needs to be done. Like, right. I'm like, no, you literally, literally just like just put it in. You went to a meeting. This is a receipt for parking. That is it. Now you're, you put it in, now close it. Like I literally had someone like stressing out. at me. it's like, oh my God, I have to put all the data. It's like, you look, we went to one place. You had coffee and you had to pay for parking. Like calm down.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing though, that's really important about the bookkeeping system. That's why I talk about a system is find ways to automate those little things. So for example, your friend, who oh, excuse me, banged into my mic. So you might need to cut that. <laughs> So for example, your friend who is very, very stressed because you were out and they had to record that receipt. Well, there's an app that lets you take a picture of that receipt on your phone and you can throw that receipt away. And by taking that picture, it will pull the information from the receipt and put it into QuickBooks for them. Bam, done, mindless. Don't have to touch it again. That is what I'm talking about when I mean automation and using those baby steps because it is overwhelming. So getting into the place where you have a system built and you can talk about the bookkeeping stuff and make all of that part easy and brainless. If we wipe the first set of steps completely out of the way, well, dang, that already becomes easier. A lot of people though, like, okay, well, setting up the system seems overwhelming. So let's break down how to do that, right? Because I brought up an app. Well, there's a ton of apps. So you can even start without the apps. I don't even want you to worry about going and researching apps. Just open up a spreadsheet. It could be Google sheets. It could be Excel. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Open it up. And I just want you to think about your business. I don't even want you to think about real numbers. I don't even, the first step is to get organized, but getting organized does not mean find all your receipts. No, no, no. The first thing is organize your thoughts. So open up that spreadsheet and just start thinking, well, what numbers should I see? What numbers do I need to see to make sense of what's going on? Say, for example, you're a photographer. Well, okay. So I obviously need to track time because I've got labor costs. I need to track um, time spent at the job site probably and time spent editing. Okay. I need to track the cost of my new lenses. I need to track the cost of marketing for sure. But that's very personal to your business. Are you a wedding photographer? Do you also need to track how much you pay your assistant or do you do portraits and you need to track rental for your studio space? That is what you just need to do is get organized in your head, get organized in your thoughts and start just writing down those categories that you need. That right there becomes your chart of accounts, which is accounting term just for chart of accounts. Every category is an account. It's a number that you're going to track. Then start just filling that in. It can stay in your spreadsheet and you just start tracking things with that spreadsheet in those categories. Or you can move that chart of accounts to an actual accounting software like QuickBooks or Wave. But just thinking through that process puts you in good shape because then when it becomes overwhelming and you, you, okay, you've mindlessly entered in, right? That's still scary. Okay. But we got through that. We did it together. Then you're going to look at those exact categories you just did. All you have to do is look at it and you're instantly going to start seeing. oh my gosh, like my marketing expenses are way too big. Well, that's stressful, but oh my gosh, wait, your marketing expenses are way too big even in your freaking out about the number being too big, you have the answer. It's your marketing expenses. So either cut the marketing expenses or invest that money into something that's giving you a better return on that investment. Simply setting up the system is already going to give you the answers. And I'm not even breaking down things like cost of goods or profit margin. We're not even talking fancy accounting here. We're talking just literally facing it and taking those baby steps and just looking at it that right there is a simple system and if that's all you need and that's all you can handle you're still going to make better decisions about your business you're going to have your thoughts organized and you can then put in the receipts organized get the expenses going and it's so much less painful. And again, that has nothing to do with your money mindset. Simply taking that action is going to put you back in control so you can start getting the numbers you want. That's the incredible thing about being an entrepreneur. You control everything. You control your sales. You control your expenses. You get to control every aspect of your business so you can build up to the result you want. And being, and paying attention to those numbers, creating that system that makes it automated so it makes it painless so we actually show up and do it means you're going to see things in real time as it's happening. You're not doing taxes once a year. You're not looking back on, well, did I meet my goal or not? You're looking at it every week or every month or every day. Did I make my goal? No. Well, great. I have time to fix it. And I know exactly how to fix it because this category that I set up is the number that's wrong or this you know, combination of categories. But it really is that simple. Those all do feed into each other and you can plan around which category needs the work. Simple enough? Yeah, I mean, that's very simple. I, I'm
0: pretty good at keeping up with things. I have, like, a, a Google Sheets that I have just expenses in one, um, my miles that I go in another, and then just what money comes in. Like, just so I know, like, hey, like, in February I had nothing come in. Maybe I should do something about this. Because you wouldn't really notice because you're just – I still had lots of money still in my account, but I, I did. I wouldn't have noticed it if I didn't have all that stuff in there.
1: Right, exactly. So the next step, if you get good at that, is then finding those automation tools and finding those more fancy accounting tools that can give you more detailed reports. So you can start talking about things like profit. It's finding good. Like you said, you have a good accountant who gives you good reminders. Awesome. Is your accountant also helping you break down what those numbers mean? Maybe you can start having those conversations with them. Getting that next little like level up in your business is going to help with the tracking of the numbers and building the systems and scaling and all those things you need to do.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. No, I think it's definitely one of those things that money is so negative for so many people that even though you're doing you're doing a business so you can have the freedom of it and have more money, but it's like you kind of need to get yourself around that it's that and that the, somehow money is a bad thing. It was like, well, then why are you in a business? <laughs>
1: But the great thing about the system I just outlined is you could still be as negative as you want about money. If you show up and do the work, you're going to get results. And getting good results, having that positive feedback is going to start chipping away at those negative feelings without doing anything else. You don't even have to face those negative feelings. Show up and... Put your bookkeeping system in place, put your money system in place, start getting that positive feedback from your money. And all of a sudden your mindset's going to shift because you took control. It doesn't matter where you were starting from those little tiny baby steps. It's like exercise, right? When you're depressed, exercise really, really, really helps you. Doesn't matter what type of exercise, just get up and walk around. And then all of a sudden your head's going to get a little bit clearer. The more you engage in your money system and the simpler you can keep it when you're setting it up and then we can go like crazy advanced or as simple as you want. But I outlined something real simple. Just do that. I don't care how negative you feel about money. You're going to flip that switch because money, again, is meaningless. There is no reason to feel positively or negative about money at all. Money is nothing. It's based on nothing. And in fact, all money is, again, if we go back to the L.E.T., it's an energy, right? We're exchanging energy. Every type of energy exchange is positive. Almost without exception, electricity is an energy exchange and it powers all our light bulbs. Smiling at a stranger is an energy exchange. Praying is an energy exchange. Every sort of energy exchange you can think of is a positive interaction. So again, the more you're engaging with it, the more you just show up and take those tiny little actions, it does not matter how you feel about it or your background. You're going to start feeling more positively about it simply because you're doing the work. That's the work you need to flip your mindset.
0: Oh, definitely. No, and it's really nice, too, that even to know that as long as you're doing good, uh, taking steps towards one thing, it works on other things in your life at the same time. Like, not everything needs to be, well, if I have a mindset that I have to, like, spend hours on just the mindset on top of working on the actual, like, data of this and then also working on the extra stuff. And it's like, it's nice that working on just the data and the basic information on your money makes it so you can still do better than everything else.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know millionaires, right. Who are still depressed. Your happiness is not tied into your income and it's important to separate those two. There's so much else that goes into it. And so blaming money or thinking money is negative is, is so counterproductive to your point. It's so counterproductive when you're a business owner, but if that's how you're feeling, okay, great just own that and then do the work anyway. And you're still going to start getting better results. And then, Hey, someday you're going to wake up and maybe have a successful business. And you've got so many more resources to put towards being happy, finding that freedom. And that's something else that I think that's really important with the thought organization. The, The very first step I said is like, organize your thoughts in that process of thinking through what numbers do I need to see? The digestion of how you process those numbers becomes, well, what are my goals? What do I need to do? Or what do I want out of my life? Like, okay, I know I want to start, write this photography business. Well, why? What, what is the, the end goal of that? It's to have more, more time in my day because I want to take care of my family because I have sick members of my family and I need to be there to provide for them and take them to doctor's appointments. I no longer can have a nine to five. I need to support myself. Okay, cool. So then you need to go after marketing that doesn't take as much time and you need to make sure that your numbers are supporting that. And you need to make sure that you've got all this extra stuff going in place, but the numbers can help you can help guide that deciding those categories. What you focus on is what you're going to build. So deciding those categories based on what your goals are means you're going to work towards those goals. Again, money is a teammate. Money can do nothing until you put it to work. Let money work for you, right? L E T. Picking those categories, maintaining your focus on your goals, and letting the money show up and work in those areas you need it to, and making those those categories you picked out better and better and better, you're gonna improve your situation, and that's gonna give you more resources. It's gonna give you that time. It's gonna give you. It's gonna literally give you more money, which is a resource in and of itself to reach out to outsource things, to reach out to get help. It <laughs> it's funny because it's like you know people even have negative feelings about being rich, but being rich does not mean being wealthy in terms of having a lot of income, being rich can just be having a lot of yourself to give. And the more you take control and build up a system that works for you, the more of yourself you're going to have to give because the more you realize, Oh wait, I control this. I control where my time goes. I control where my money is going. And the more you're sitting with that feedback system and you're engaging with that system, all of a sudden, again, it's all going to get a lot easier and your mindset's going to start changing all on its own. Oh yeah, definitely. And
0: I, I do I do believe that too and it's like you need to work on all these different things, but it's really not that it's really not that hard when you kind of go through it cuz you just energy is always a, for me energy is a very big thing. I'm kind of woo-woo like that, but I like the idea of having having energy because it is it works with you. The only way it works against you is when you don't let it do what it needs to do or you don't give it an actual like direction to go.
1: And that's why I describe money as an energy. You just described exactly how money is. If you are hoarding your money because you're afraid and you're not investing in your business, well, that's bad. If you're overspending your money because you, you get a a slight emotional high from getting new things. Well, then that's bad. You're not putting money where it needs to work. And that's why you got to track your own categories and track yourself. That's kind of like what a budget is. Honestly, budgets is a bad word. People hate the word budget, but especially for a business, a budget is just picking those categories and picking the numbers you need to see in those categories. And then it's just a goal. It's just like, Hey, okay. I didn't reach that budget right now but again it's real life you're never gonna match your budget perfectly you can't you literally can't life happens so okay the number was too big great let's make it smaller the number was too small great let's make it bigger yeah i know like i have a um like a recurring
0: expenses sheet for my home life and then my business so i know what comes out because i have some things that are only they're monthly but some things that are only every three months or a full year so i know when they come out so i know how much things are going to come like like okay so i have a yearly thing for like tailwind coming out. So I need to make sure I don't, I'll wait like a couple of weeks to buy something till I get my next amount of money, because that's going to bring my money down too far when tailwind comes out.
1: So I
0: have a question if you don't
1: mind. Sure. And what, yeah. So forgive me if this is too personal, but it's, I have a, you know, in listening to you talk about, well, okay, I need to wait for this, this and this. Have you built up and planned for, that extra in your business, because eventually you're going to want to grow and you're going to want to outsource. You even mentioned that you're almost at that point. I like making money stuff automatic. So do you have a system in place? And you don't even have to answer. This is a question for everybody listening. That's fine. We'll make a question for everybody listening. (laughs) Do you listener have a system in place in which, you know, eventually you're going to want to outsource, you're going to want to grow, and that's going to take investment and that money has to come from somewhere. So why can't it pay for itself? do you have a system in place? Do you have a category on that budget? That's, Hey, this is my profit category. This is my emergency fund rainy day category. And can I structure my budget? So I just start putting 1% of everything I make in there, maybe up to 5%, maybe up to 10%. That's what profit is. But the great thing about money systems and taking control like this is you can build a profitable company automatically because you've left room for it. You pick where your money goes. You don't have to feel like you're scrambling because you have to do this expense, have to do this expense. You don't have to, it's your choice. So if you are constantly needing to delay spending things because you don't have the money in the account today, maybe it's time to build up the emergency fund. Maybe it's time for your business to have an emergency fund. Everyone talks about an emergency fund and personal finances, right? Yeah. You hear that phrase a lot. Well, it's the same exact concept. Your business should work for you. You should never be working for your business. So let your business fund itself. If it's got, you know, if you're having cash flow issues, let's start working on that automation tool. Let's start looking at, okay, well, let's put in some profit margin so that that little pool of money gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And if we ever need to buy something, okay, great. We know we've got the money right now for it. If you can't grow that, that's when, to me, if I was you know, going to sit down with you and we're doing our monthly um, strategy session, we're looking through your financial statements. For me, my question then would be, well, is your pricing structure allowing for that? Have we tracked how much your cost of goods is and is your pricing structure supporting building enough profit? Is your overhead too big? Because you know, the only thing you have to spend, quote unquote, is the cost of producing your product or service. For photography, again, you need a camera and you need yourself. But that's very, very, very little. So where does the rest of that money go, right? Everybody's growing a business, it's all sorts of stuff. So that's why, okay, let's show up and do the bookkeeping and let's engage with our money. Let's see where that money is going. Wait, do we really need this expense? I'm stressed all the time. My money, my cash flow is not there. I, I have to wait to pay for things. That's stressful. So where's it going now? And does it need to? Does it need to yet, or can I wait? Is it more important to have that cash flow so I'm not have I don't have to worry if I'm not paid in February? You know. That's the kind of questions that once you engage with your system and you've got that system in place that are going to that's the next step, really, is to start thinking like that business owner, build yourself up to answering those questions like, OK, this is stressful. Well, then why is it stressful? And can we fix that? And the answer is usually yes, because, again, you control every aspect of your business. And that should be empowering. That should not be like, I'm blame. This should not ever be a blame. Cause some people are like, Oh, well I'm, I'm in charge. So it's all up to me. No girl, you're all in charge. So like, it's okay. Then if it's not happening the way it wants, well then decide you didn't want it that way. And then fix it, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. No, I'm
0: kind of at the point where I'm, I have an emergency fund and I have a decent amount of other savings, but I'm kind of, I have a couple big things I have coming. So I kind of wanted like, right now I'm more like I'm saving for those. And I have enough in there to pay for all of my expenses for the rest of the year, with a little extra. But like, of, it's kind of like I'm at I'm at the point right now, so I'm I'm in a good spot. But my income, like profit, is um has ups and downs because I like Christmas time is always a really big time. Beginning of spring is really big for me, um, and August and September is really big time for me on like my apparel line. Mm-hmm. My podcast is all over the place right now with like <laughs> the products I have and donations and stuff like that. So, but it's so new that I'm kind of I'm letting it ride to see where it's going, and I'm perfectly yeah. fine with that. It's like I have I have enough saved up, I have enough in my accounts and everything else that I can pay for all my bills. But sometimes I'm like, if I wanted to do, say, a big marketing thing and have like a videographer and stuff like that, I was that's the only thing I'm I'm thinking of. Like, oh, maybe I'll wait until the next amount of money comes in just so I don't have to worry about like oh the thing came a little too late now I have to get stuff out of my savings to put in here and then put it back out once the other money comes in like I like
1: I like not having to do all that extra work no and that's really really smart you're actually describing exactly what I was describing it's you've got that savings you're letting that pool grow so you can invest in the next big thing like that's so smart that's so brilliant Oh, like,
0: I always have moments where I'm kind of like, am I even doing this right? Because that's the problem when you work by yourself. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: I read this, that so this is kind of okay, but. Oh, of course. Absolutely. That is. Well, and that's the thing is like, people always want to treat money as like, oh, there's the perfect way, right? It's math, right? Like A plus B equals C. No. As an entrepreneur, you control A, you control B, and you can get the C you want. And it's really personal to you and your personal goals.
0: Yeah. And see, um, so I'm very big on math. Like everyone wants it to be like algebra, where it's like. A plus B equals C. So 2A plus 2A equals 2C. But business is like statistics, where, sati- where it's, there's an actual like story paragraph in there, and the answer can be one of 50 things <laughs> if you change one of the other variables. So it's kind of like, that's why I hated statistics, because <laughs> it wasn't that easy to do. I was kind of like, and I'm like, why do I have to write? Like, the only letters that need to be in math or like a letter or two. I don't need an actual, I'm not writing an essay here. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, that's a good analogy. It, That's what makes business fun for me. I think that's why I enjoy accounting is because you get those numbers that can feed into that story. And so I think it's just important that if you're working on a money system and if you're feeling overwhelmed, like remember you're writing the story, it's it, you're okay. Like we're going to get there. Yeah, definitely. And it's not like a,
0: you just start small. Like that's what I've always told people is like, if you, if you have, don't have the time quite yet, start as a side hustle have like a separate savings account and the money goes into. When you get a little bigger, get your own checking account. Business if you want to or not, it doesn't matter, but like have it so you know what exactly is coming in and out of that thing alone. So you're not all of a sudden not realizing, oh, a lot of my savings or my extra money I have left over from my actual job is going into this and you're I'm not actually profitable. And all of a sudden you quit mm-hmm. your job and you're like, Oh shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, and that's a really good point. A lot of people think that the separate savings and separate checking account for business is a legal thing. And it's not actually. There's nothing that legally says or for tax purposes says you have to do it, but you're exactly right. Having that separate account makes it easier to track. So you can, you know, see what's going on. It, it that is such an important step.
0: It's just easier for my 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 account is a am like thank you for doing this in the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, it was there was just I wanted to know where everything was and how it was going to be used just because yeah. I, I just for myself and then she had she was happy about it because she was like because that now it's i don't have to look through your whole um bank statement just to see okay this was here and this was here is this the right thing is this one here because of course when you're in banks the the names they put on there is not that the same thing as what the like the company's called
1: and mm-hmm. so it's it's always yeah, i a, know it yeah. And that's something that's like I can tell that it's like it's a good thing you have this podcast like you you naturally approach things in such a good way. You're right. Like have it separate so that you know where things are going. That's what I'm by the categories. That's a perfect example. You know where things are going. You know where they're supposed to end up. So you've you've taken control.
0: Yes. And we need to make sure that we have control when it comes to a business, anything in our life, even if it's just personal finances, like it is your money, you you. Whether you work a job or or have a business, you're working for it. It's yours. Damn it, take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. This was definitely very helpful. I, it makes me feel a little bit better about myself because <laughs> I'm just looking. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm doing these things. Thank God.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I I'm I'm glad to hear that. And that, if that's all that ever comes to this interview, I hope everybody feels a little bit better about themselves. Like it's okay.
0: <laughs> yes, it's not as bad as we think. But I will it's make sure. I'll have links to your website and any social media you have on my show notes and my blog. And you'll definitely be able to see if you see me on Instagram or Facebook or anything else, you'll see me sharing this podcast with her information as well.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I'm well i I'm happy that you've
0: been on here. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening. For full show notes, links, check out freebies, or to give a donation, head over to CourageousCreativity.co. Link is in the show notes. As always, please leave a review.